Friendly reminder that Mercury is in the microwave again, so keep your chunk list aligned and also keep keep your anus tight. No! Charbroiled! If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. We're talking about some woman that bends over and then you're like, tramp stamp, blue butterfly. It was the 3rd of September. I don't know if you want to call those mistakes or not, but they were quitters never give up. Go ahead. Repping for all of quitters never give up. Check off Christopher. We check off Jen Pastorini. Check off Lindsay. Check off Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Hola, party people. It is the 3rd of September, and we are Quitters Never Give Up. This is episode 121. Let's say hello to all the quitters. Let's say what's up to listen to Edwin. Hello there. All right. Producer Drew. How we doing, cool cats? Say what's up to Lindsay. And let's say hello to Jennifer Sunshine. Hello, party people. All right, let's get this started. And who are you, sir? Oh, I'm Christopher Rosales. <laughs> Damn right. All right, what should we start with? Um, so there were some poll messages things. What? How does that work on Spotify? I know I made a commercial about it, but I don't. I don't know how it works. <laughs> poll messages things. Uh, they're basically just Q and a, uh, questions and it says, what do you think about this episode? And then you are encouraged to write whatever you think. So not familiar with the concept. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> just well, what we want. Reviews. Be a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can we at least like read, uh, one of the Q and a questions so we can address it? There's only one Q&A question. We haven't, so you have the opportunity to add custom questions, but the default is, what do you think about this episode? That's the only one that Spotify automatically adds. This is from Javi Javi. Love the podcast. I dated Kevin's stepdaughter and hung out at his house a lot. Cool. Wow. I think he's the one that hacked Kevin. Might be. Got to get this guy on. We have to. The next message is from Energizer Liz. Thanks for the Bogart song at the end. This is for episode 107. It's like Tupac was there. (laughs) And then the next message is from Javi Javi. No, no, wait. What about the butt? He said. Wait, what? What's going on here? Okay. I should have rehearsed this. Sorry. Again, Energizer Energizer Liz says, I like the introduction on this episode. It was short and sweet. Sometimes it's a bit confusing and not clear about quitters and guests. In my opinion, I enjoy listening to podcasts. Takes me back to Kevin and Bean days. And Javi Javi says, what about the butt? Well, uh, what, what about the butt? What about the butt? We never did figure that out. I enjoy making the intros as confusing as possible. And then Javi Javi again, I went to one of their 
on-site party machine days like 20 years ago. It was at a bar in Hermosa or Redondo. It was awesome. It that was at Sharky's in Hermosa. Um and yep, yeah, I went to that. Um I wasn't old enough though. But oh god, am I gonna get people in trouble for I knew people who I was related to that worked there. So um me and my girlfriend at the time, this was on St. Patrick's Day weekend. Uh we were walking by and a, a family member saw us and was like, Hey, what are you doing? We're like, oh, we're kind of trying to get in. Like, don't worry. Let's let you, you get in. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good old sharkies. Those were fun days. Weren't yep. they? And then the last message is from David Raymond for episode 91. Hey, David. He said, he said loved it. <laughs> Short and sweet. Lived it. <laughs> Excellent. Short and sweet. All right, next segment. So Psycho Mike, uh, who works behind uh, behind the scenes, and sometimes you hear him on the air here at the World Famous Karaoke, is obsessed with himself. And he spends every minute that he's not on the show looking for what people are saying about him on the Internet. Psycho Mike's the guy you see in all yeah. the chat rooms. He's the guy on all the websites. He's the guy who writes back to every single email that has a comment. He loves him, and he loves seeing what other people love about him. <laughs> and that's why he was able to find a site that I had never heard of before, never seen before, called KevinAndBeanArchive.com, which I guess is run by a fan who puts up a bunch of stuff about the show that he hears that he likes. Yeah, and the, the, the audio that we're about to play is a strange thing to collect, don't you think? I mean, who would archive this stuff? I know it's very odd. <laughs> what you're about, my kind of guy. What yes. you're about to hear is clip after clip after clip of the end of our show. Every day at the end of our show, Bean would make some kind of a passing joke about Tammy Heidi. But how long ago was this, though? I don't know. It was. It seems like Tammy's been doing the show for a couple of years. Cat has been replaced Tammy a couple of years ago. It seems like. some of these date pretty far back. <laughs> Wait, like a couple of years, and yet he still got them online. <laughs> So every day, uh, Bean thanks the guests. I tell people what's coming up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then Bean says, 40 minutes, K-Rock next. Cat's coming in. And at, right at that point, he would for quite some time make a joke about what happened to uh, to Tammy Heidi. And this guy has them all archived. Wow. Here's one of them. Cat Corbin is up next with 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock. I heard she stole Tammy Heidi's oh. head out of a wax museum over the weekend. It was very sad. Well, let's take Tammy Heidi's head and go home and put it on the mantelpiece. And I don't know why Cat thinks that kind of uh, behavior is necessary, but that's what she did. So that's the kind of joke he would make, because Cat's up next, and she had to obviously have done something to Tammy Heidi to get the, get the job. To get the job, yeah. Right, I'm still unclear as to exactly what happened, but I think it was a bloody coup. I really do. <laughs> I think I think Cat came in with soldiers and took over. I don't know how she did it. Remember that uh, history of skateboarding in Santa Monica called Lords of Dogtown? Uh -huh. That came sure, out as yeah. being at the end of the show. You know, in honor of the Lords of Dogtown movie, Cat Corbett just arrived at K-Rock. She's riding a skateboard made out of Tammy Heidi's spine. I mean, it's really oh, unbelievable. <laughs> God, Bean. <laughs> I don't I'm as that. offended now as I was then. <laughs> um, then uh, he was introducing Cat again and noticed a little something about it. You know, I ran into Cat Corbett, who's coming up next. I ran into her in the parking lot of Carrick the other day. She still had pieces of Tammy Heidi in the grill of her car. I mean, it was really sad to see her showing up for work Bean. like that. You know what? <laughs> what was the funniest part about all these jokes was uh, poor Cat, who is a really, really nice person and would never make jokes like this. I think Bean was doing it to torture her more than anything on the planet. That's yeah. what he wanted to happen.
Well, she should have thought about that before she tried to kill Tammy Heidi, shouldn't she? Our friend Kat Corbett is up next with 40 Minutes Nonstop Care Rock. By the way, Kat has Tammy Heidi's skull on a necklace around oh, her neck now. It's oh, very sad. God. Audio slave. <laughs> We're all like, oh, why, God, stop. Why would this person archive this audio? Isn't it bizarre? It is. <laughs> Look in the other room, by the way. It's kind of embarrassing. What, that, what's going on? Uh, Cat Corbett is beating the crap out uh, of Tammy Heidi Pinata. Do you see that? I mean, it's just, God there's sick. so much aggression. It's so ugly. <laughs> Had enough? <laughs> Me either. Cat Corbett is coming up next with 40 Minutes Nonstop K-Rock. She's got some social D's. She'll have new Coldplay for you. And today on her show only, she's giving away the limited edition K-Rock Tammy Heidi voodoo dolls. So stick around. That's coming up next on K-Rock. <laughs> Wow, Tammy hates us too, right? <laughs> well, she should, wouldn't you, if you were her? Of course she does. I'm not the kind of guy who likes to stir things up and get people in trouble. As no, you know. I'm, I'm about harmony. I'm yeah. about uh, sure. you know love in the workplace. But I feel like I have to read this email from K-Rock listener Estelle, who wrote to me yesterday. Hey, Bean, I was out uh, around yesterday, and I saw Cat Corbett out in the field. <laughs> she was flying a kite made out of Tammy Heidi's skin. Oh. Now, when I saw that, I thought, that's just Bean, why do you have to do That's this? just ugly is what it is. <laughs> this is just being stoking the fire because he's not here to deal with stuff and everybody else has to see in the hallway and we're all uncomfortable. And, and he that's the thing. We run into her a lot. And she's fine. Yes. She's, a, she's a nice person. Why? <laughs> Why, Bean? Why do you hate? Somewhere in a Filipino sweatshop, Tammy Heidi is furiously stitching together your Halloween costume right now. Isn't that kind of sad to think about? <laughs> I'm from next to Okay, so anyway, <laughs> that guy's got quite the archive up. This is a, uh, I've I'd never heard of this site, never been to it. And again, Psycho Mike found it because he of always course. just does, spends the whole day Google searching his name. But we may have to check into Afro calls that he saved, Armenian comedian Dewan and Doto clips. Oh, fantastic. Federalese and Britney interviews, uh, mi miscellaneous show banter and discussions. I wonder what that folder is all about. <laughs> Bad stuff. <laughs> and by the way, there's something at the bottom of KevinAmeenArchives.com that he has audio of that really never happened on our show. At least we're not allowed to admit it. And no kidding. It. But really? how about that? Oh, go listen to that. How about a place to find that online that I didn't know existed? You have That's to good go times. listen to that. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to talk about it, but you have to listen to it. Yeah, it's at the very uh, it's at the very bottom of the page of KevinAndBeanArchive.com. And I don't know who you are, Mr. K-Rock Lister, but uh, good times. Thanks, man. But we're very angry <laughs> with you. So that's the first mention. Are, are if it gonna... wasn't for Psycho Mike look, searching for himself, they may have never found it. Are we going to go ahead and say his name in the tradition of the show? Oh, yes. All right, ready? Three, one. two, one. Stop that was more out of sync than our typical episode. Oh, that was better than your freaking uh, Jen's uh, personal news show jingle. Uh, he had another shout out earlier. There's a gentleman that got on, I believe, the Kevin and Bean Social Club. And he was the guy that got the tattoo of Ralph, Lisa May, Kevin, and Bean. And yeah. I guess he hadn't heard it, thought it was law. I just did a quick search for it. and and paste and he was like thank you so much i'm like thanks kevin stockdale he's the man what is yeah. the thing that they can't talk about that was on the bottom of the site i don't think it's there anymore it, it's the zoxerock probably uh, i think so yeah that. yeah it's it's zoxerock i like that's because i had saved when it was there but back in the day when there was the giant photo wall on the Kevin and Bean archive, so that when he went to it, he just thought it was a whole bunch of photos of things. Then he scrolled down like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, quick note. 
it is fun to just go to the archive and search any random thing and you can just go down the rabbit hole, whatever it is. Lisa May, Psycho Mike, a phrase, something in the news back then. It's just Grandpa so Munster. great. Kevin Stockdale's the man. They need a random button like like on oh, Wikipedia. What a idea. <laughs> that, I, I'm random totally clip of the that. day, exactly. All right, next one up. All right, Striker's tail, Jed the fish. Can't and then Tammy Heidi didn't even show up at the freaking concert, by the way. She wasn't even there for her interviews and on stages. I don't even know what's going on with her. Just saying, we got nothing but trouble around here. Uh, it's just, it's amazing to me that anyone likes us. Anybody. Especially that we work with. It's yeah. A, it's amazing that it's they even... It's a struggle. It's amazing that they even fake it, liking us. Well, Rodney hates us, and now Kat hates us. But here's what's funny. Here's what's funny to me. <laughs> I fully understand why Rodney hates us. I would hate us if I of was Rodney. Of course. Being literally spends so much time going. I don't get it. What's he upset about? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't understand. If I, I if I were Rodney, I would despise us. Of course he hates us. I went up and talked to Rodney at the concert. I too. know hey, it was so great because I'm looking forward to your uh, your star on the Walk of Fame. Hey, you got a date for that yet? Hey, we'd like to come to that. Bean kept asking him question after question. Rodney was trying to give him just a quick, you know, brush off. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. And then he would turn and start to walk away, and Bean would follow him and ask another question. It was awesome. <laughs> Bean was like an attack dog. <laughs> Rodney was a piece of meat. It's All times. right. He's on fire. <laughs> Why does Rodney hate them? Never got that either. I can't imagine. That's an advantage, though, of having someone with uh, Asperger's on your show. They can do things like that. And then afterwards think, oh, they, he loves me. Rodney's fine with me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, Rodney's my favorite character. And I don't mean Rodney Bingenheimer. I mean the Rodney character they have because it was just always just absolute airhead stuff so like hi i'm rodney so i was thinking the other day when banana rama and oingo boingo played at my disco back in the 70s and that's when i had all the runaways come up to me and say hey you look <laughs> old and that that's pretty much rodney i, I like their version of it I think they, they were good promotion for a show. K-Rock stopped promoting so. him like 10 years or maybe longer. I only knew about Rodney because he came on after Love Line. And I was just like, who is this old ass creepy guy that's in Studio B? That is just, yeah. Ish. Yeah. In the 80s, in the 80s and early 90s, they would promote him. But then in the 90s, he hated all the 90s music. So they stopped. <laughs> And then um, the only promotion they got was when he was on Kevin and Kevin and Bean. Yeah, he should have been happy. Yeah, exactly. He got promoted on Love Line too, just because he was coming up next, depending what market you were in. Yeah, true. All right, we got more. We got more. Something. AFI, Jimmy Eat World, My Chemical Romance, Nirvana, and more straight ahead on the world famous Kerouac. By the way, no Red Hot Chili Pepper songs in the nine o'clock hour here on what? the Animation Show. Not one. Have we changed formats? No, that'll be right. Are we a country station now? That'll be changed. Right. That's an oversight, I'm sure. More chili peppers. Right? Hey, one more. A couple more, actually. 
All right, let's talk uh, first about uh, exercise. Lisa May said that she would, did some pole dancing over the weekend. Yeah. It's a new uh, exercise buzz. Not that, a euphemism. Yeah, you go, <laughs> you go down there, they teach you how to, to work the pole, I guess, uh, and uh, you get a workout along the way. It's uh, it's pretty hard work, actually, Is it? if you want to do some of the more advanced tricks, yeah. Uh, this story comes out of the BBC News, and it's a little troubling, I have to be honest. A Northumberland fitness instructor has defended plans to teach children as young as 12 how to pole dance. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, your average 12-year-old needs to know how to work the pole. Oh, no. It, is she coming from, hey, whatever exercise yes. we can get kids to do, all the better because obesity is through the roof right yes. now? Yeah, kids are too fat. This is just exercise. The, they'll be so picky. <laughs> but any exercise is good exercise, so let's teach them to, to work a pole. By the way, boys and girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Can you imagine Mike, being Mike, a 12, is there, is, 13 year is there a gay equivalent to pole dancers for in the gay community? I mean, do, do, do men pole dance in places, too? Like, Dancing on the pole is what it's called. No, but do, in a, like a club. Like a, do they, I've never do been they, to a game. <laughs> oh, please. You're our go-to. All right. Well, Lighting uh, lined up this uh, this chick, Lorraine Riddell. She is the uh, woman who's going to be teaching the class, and we have her on the phone now. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning, Kevin and Dean. How are you? <laughs> very good. Thank you. Oh, so very glad to hear that. <laughs> So, Lorraine, you uh, you do what for a living? You are a, uh, a, a exercise instructor? You're a teacher at a school? What? Physical education instructor in mm -hmm. Choppington. Okay, Choppington. Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, I'm a lady, too. You're a lady. Okay. I'm a lady, yes. Right. In case there's any confusion. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the story is correct. You want to teach children as young as 12 how to pole dance? Absolutely. I believe that children need physical fitness, mm -hmm. and they uh -huh. must be taught to strengthen their muscles and to have aerobic activity. Right. And this is an excellent way for young people to, to strengthen their young bodies, their young, supple, lithe bodies as they swing upon the pole, <laughs> sliding up and down ever so slowly. Lorraine? Grinding up against it. Lorraine? Discovering Lorraine. their young bodies. Lorraine, this is really creepy. What their bodies are for. Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine, aren't there lots of other... Sure, yes, of course. Yes. I see. But aren't there a lot of other ways that they could get the same advantages to the exercise without doing something as sexually charged as pole dancing? Couldn't they be uh, running or playing dodgeball? Or, uh, it seems like there's a number of things they could do instead. Actually, this is an excellent workout. It works out all the muscles at once. Right. The legs, the arms, the buttocks, right. the stomach, the buttocks. You already said that. The, the arms and uh -huh. the buttocks. Right. The inner thighs. Yeah. Buttocks. Okay. <laughs> And really, it's 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 an all-encompassing workout. Whereas running just works the legs, or dodgeball just works the dodge part. <laughs> <laughs> the dodge part. <laughs> okay. Your uh, your quote from the BBC article is: "I have seen the joy in the faces of children who are holding their body strength up, doing the splits, spinning round and upside down." Oh yes, I've seen that. I've seen the joy in that. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, it's quite joyful. I have an entire afternoon, actually, that we plan around the pole, the pole work. Is that right? After that, they get a nutritious lunch. Mm -hmm. The girls, I teach how to eat bananas. <laughs> what? In one, one swallow. Wow. And the boys, Lorraine. I teach how to eat tacos. Oh, Lorraine. Using just the tongues. 
Oh, oh Lorraine. Because the shells are filled with carbohydrates, so they don't need those at all. Well, Lorraine, we're talking about little kids here. Then after lunch, we have a arts and crafts session okay. where I teach the young ladies to use papier mache to uh, create a model of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, really? And the boys get to make the Grand Canyon. <laughs> oh, <geez>. God. <laughs> wow. Now, it's have all you... encompassing afternoon, and everyone has an excellent time, especially me. Yeah. It sounds like it. Did I now, have... I'm a lady? You did? Yes, yes you did. Yes, I'm a lady. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, I am. <laughs> have, have you Boys been... Voices are rough this morning, but I'm still a lady. <laughs> yes, 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 we know you are. You, you sound very much like a lady. Yelling at the Eagles game yesterday. You are? I understand. Oh, wow, yes. how about that? Wow. <laughs> Football very popular over here right. in Choppington. Miss Miss Riddell. Yes, I have. Yes, I young lady. I have. I have to ask. Yes, are you surprised at all by some of the outcry from the parents of those children that you're trying to teach the pole dancing to that they suggest that maybe they're too young to do something that's so thought of as a sexual activity? No, not at all. In fact, I'm not surprised at the outcry. I'm not surprised that there's no outcry for us to stop doing this bit. <laughs> oh, the phones are ringing, ma'am. I'm sure they are. It's funny because it's wrong. So wrong. But so I like wrong. how you it's... followed up a Rodney Bingenheimer clip with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Good Good combo. Yeah. Wrong word. I'd love to get a copy of that. Yeah. All right, last one. Freedom Riders. <laughs> it was number four. That's with Hillary Schwank. <laughs> <laughs> she says make a toast. The person the toast? used to be. What's the toast for? For the person you used to be and the new person that will not say no. There's voices in your head. <laughs> Ralph, uh, Petros is coming in later. He may be listening now and thinks you're making fun of him. <laughs> I want to make sure it's clear that you're doing Hillary Swank. <laughs> Petros is a completely different speech impediment than Hillary Swank. But what, would if they, what would happen if they talked to each other? Petros, who do you think is going to win the big games tonight? Well, I really can't play. <laughs> I wish you would. I'd like to lay down a little winter. <laughs> that's, that's gold. Going between <laughs> your own voice and two different speech impediments hey. in conversation. That, that's why I love Ralph Garvin. That, that, that is something that very few people can do. And that is excellently executed on the fly. Uh, seriously, yeah. like not even not even prompted for that. It just brought up an idea. And he's like, "I'm running with it." We need to call in an in an instant request where Ralph talks to Hillary Swank and uh, and Petros because he does that. Would he still he do does... that? You think? No, he does. Well, he does. Uh, uh, what is it? Comedy, Comedy for, for one. one. Yeah. So we call him. Okay, we can call it and say it's comedy for five. We'll do, we'll do comedy for five. Table for five, a, please. And as a result, uh, we want Hillary Swank, Pet, uh, Petra's money, and then we also want Foghorn uh, Leghorn. Sylvester. I was going to say Sylvester the Cat, but we'll do Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> That's actually a well better. Uh, now you're getting into my territory. Yeah. Well, we, we got got some, something for everyone. Is Dr. Rachel just a quitter? Nailed it. Ow. Ow. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. So, if you ever need a drinking buddy. I love to ride on the drinking board. Hi, and welcome to the podcast roundup portion of the program. Let us start off with Cupertino Chat. I got a jingle on. 
to kind of continue the theme today of Fake 420, we have a listener who is doing an Afro Man song for us. But not because I got high. That's what's great about this one, okay? Remember when we did the story, I think it was earlier this year, maybe it was last year, about the police conducted a raid on Afro Man's home. Remember, yes. they came in and they took a bunch of stuff away, right? Yes. And he took the video footage of the police raid and wrote a song about it that I thought was very clever. Well, that's the song that this listener was parodying. Hey, Ali and Bean, it's Chris from Fontana with another personal minutia jingle. Will you tell me some personal minutia? Will you tell me some personal minutia? It's my favorite part of the show. Allie and Beans personal minutia. What a voice. What a voice. Does, does him saying another personal minutia jingle mean he's done one before? Don't know. I wondered wow. about that. Yeah. It is possible there are people who are just good citizens, right. just like to contribute to yeah. the greater good, yeah. and they do call from time to time with a second one. They get an idea, and that's fine, too. Is it possible for those people to then hand it off to another person and say, this is for Sally in the 212? No. 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 Okay. Okay. You it's non-transferable. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's know. very. It's very clearly very explicit in the rules. It is okay. non-transferable. Every person know. is required to provide their own. Okay. And I think we've covered that. I think people know that. I'm pe sorry. Pe people know the final notices went out. They know what time it is. So they didn't know who I was. Just of course. So that, that makes Different. sense. <laughs> hey, to be well, uh, fair, you didn't know who you were because I put a post as soon as I heard it, and I said, "Hey, Christopher, you got another one on?" Nope, not me. Well. I said that because I hadn't submitted one. So I submitted this one a while back. Um, I called really quick because I thought it, when they were talking about the story, I thought this is going to be an easy one for someone to do. So someone's going to do it. Uh, so before that happened, I called in really quick and then it never got played. So I figured either my phone connection was crappy or it just came out crappy. So I had no time to review it or listen to it again. So. Um, and also, had you said Chris from Quitters, they might have known who you were. Might have. But I think I also had gotten a personal minutia jingle on a few episodes before that. So I oh, didn't yeah. want to say Chris from Quitters because they might not play uh, it. Country Bear Jamboree. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to porn. Did you guys know Kevin and Bean were in an X-rated movie? I do now. I'm looking for yes. it online, and now this is going to be in my browser, and I'll have some explaining to do later. Mm -hmm. We had a guest on the Kevin and Bean show who was, gosh, I wish I could remember all the details. Okay. She was a porn star, if I remember correctly, and she was a former prisoner. Yeah. Okay. And there was a whole series of videos, somebody in the chat will know, of women in prison videos. And I'm trying to figure out what it was called. It was called like jail bait or jail break or jail prison. Jail bait is, is like something completely girls. different, right? Yeah. But anyway, I'm on this DVD, Allie, because they recorded her interview when she came in to promote <gasps> the series or something. And then they put it on another one of her movies. So like on the DVD box, it says no. featuring Kevin and Bean from K-Rock because we're <laughs> on the video, right? Oh, are we a boner killer, man, when we yeah. pop up on that video? Right? Gosh, I wish I could remember what the name of the series was, but it was just so hilarious. This is That's back in the day, funny. kids, when you used to buy your porn on DVDs, if you can believe it, what or even videotapes before that. So does anybody know who it was? Mm -mm. I, 
I went back in the archive, and the only one I could find was Janine Lindell Mulder. I can't even say her name. She's the one that comes out on the cover of a Blink-182 album. She went to prison in Victorville for a tax evasion. She's the nurse on the Blink-182 album, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. So I do remember this, but I didn't know that the, the Kevin and Bean were on the, the DVD. I mean, I, I knew she did porn after that. I thought she was already uh, an adult act, an adult actress. I, you know, it also, especially back then, like when we were 13, 12, when that album came out, maybe, um, it's not, not to you, but it, it, there's a lot of urban myths about it. So it's hard to kind of distinguish what the truth is behind the hot nurse on the, you know, Blink-182 album. No, I, I thought she was a porn star from the beginning. It's, it's possible. I'm just saying, like, you know, when your you're 13 year olds go ahead and saying stuff, like, there's a lot of misinformation in urban myths. So it's like, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying I got like multiple different things in there. But I, I, the, my understanding is she is the one that they were talking about. I met up with Jay this weekend to buy a bunch of shirts. I got in quitters, never give up shirt. And um, he, he said that it was Tracy Lords. But I was like, I think that's too too long ago. No, that can't be right. Man, we had a little bit of a well, brief discussion. He said we could call him whenever he we had a question. So, well, Tracy Lords knew Adam Carolla. No, that's Christy Canyon. Yeah, sorry, sorry. What? You're right. He's right. Yeah, that's right. Wow, a lot of porn what? talk today. Let's move over to Allie and her whale watching trip. Bean, we spot the whale. Yeah, we see the yeah. whale. So then we we stop the boat. It's not like I don't have the audio standing by. You'd think oh. I wasn't going to share this with the teabaggers, Allie? My bad. My bad. <laughs> you All think right. I wasn't going to give them the opportunity to hear you go insane yeah. overseeing this whale? Yeah. But here's a little bit of what that sounded like. Where is it? It's like right here in the, in the water. It's going to be so long. We're going to get hit. We're going to get hit. All right. Here he comes. Oh, oh my gosh. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, oh, my God. Listen, Allie. Listen, Allie. Listen to me, and then that's more hyperventilating. Yes, you guys. <laughs> were you terrified or just no, delighted? Just ecstatic. Just excited. Just yeah, thrilled. Yeah. like omar could have really made something out of this day. really could have <laughs> he could have but omar's not here so the quitters are here oh. Chris. Oh. oh my god oh ladies and gentlemen Company all over yeah holy oh my god oh my god oh 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 Just as good as I remembered Holy it. Shit. Smell it. Wow. There you go. You're welcome, people. Just as chaotic as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I just I, tried I, cramming in too many things. 
Uh, okay, moving on. So the uh, the Yacht Rock episode was not my favorite episode. It was uh, pretty slow. But one good thing came out of the Yacht Rock episode, being riding the drinking horse. And I've told Donna, I can't believe I'm saying this, and maybe I mentioned this on the air, I'm going to have my first ever pina colada. I've decided. <laughs> I've decided I... I'm going to have a pina colada. Hold that thought. I am flying to New Orleans. <laughs> you want to see this in person. I right? want to see it. You have been talking Pina Colada since our Yacht Rock episode. I think since the first minute of recording that episode, I said, oh, I should have a Pina Colada in my hand. That would yeah. go so perfectly with the with the episode. And ever since then, I've been thinking about it. I thought, well, why not? Why not, Bean? This why is America. Why not, Bean? This is America. Yeah. Yay. Bean drinking. Um, I was quite surprised. That, but uh, they are going to a Yacht Rock party. And so in keeping with the theme, he's going to dress up like a captain, I guess. I don't know what you do at a Yacht Rock party and drink a pina colada. So. Are you dressing up like captain of Captain and Tennille? Right. Oh, wow. A captain yeah. and Tennille reference. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Jen. I love you. But <laughs> Captain and Tennille weren't featured on the Yacht Rock episode. No. They should be because well, no, Muskrat Love. I mean, that's yeah. a banger. Neither was uh, Dr. Hook dancing the night away. That one. That's a jam. Wow. Dr. Hook reference, too. The show is <laughs> just for Edwin today. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Kevin got hacked. I got my uh, Twitter hacked. Well, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was it was sending out some sort of message about, I don't even know, what the hell is this product? I blocked it, but uh, yeah, some sort of you should block massage it. oil. It was not about massage oil. <laughs> so you got your Twitter hack. Let's talk to our IT expert who we call Trixie. Hello, gents. How are you guys? We good. are good. Thank you. But uh, I guess Kevin was out. You know, we, we showed in the films about having unprotected internet sex. How and dare you? Didn't pay any attention. <laughs> And he got hacked. How dare you? I wonder if it had to do with our talk last week about the Twitter slowdown. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> he, Elmo himself is shutting Kevin down. <laughs> I would actually be proud of that. Yeah, That's, that'd be cool. That would be yeah. pretty great. It would. So they think Elon shut him down. Elon. Ah. I do think it was pretty cool because earlier today we got tweeted at by somebody asking us to tell Kevin if he's been that he's been hacked. <laughs> I, I like that they think we know Kevin like that. They go on to discuss what happened and how he got hacked and Kevin's using an email that doesn't that he doesn't use anymore for his Twitter. I'm thinking he's still using the K-Rock email. He says I haven't had that email for a while. And so like being with his stocks, Kevin yep. mm -hmm. Kevin has the so, so that's why it was so difficult to get it back, and he had to get the email back, and they still won't won't release his uh, his Twitter. Drew, you're a tech person. Why would people hack people? Uh, money. That, that mm -hmm. that's it. So there there. I mean, this is not going too far off the rails, but there are two things that make people want to hack. There is one you want to hack someone to go ahead and show there's a flaw in it. And that's what we call the ethical hacker. That's a majority of the things that I've done in my day where like there was a point where you could get people's compromised PCs to remote control and find out that it's the accounting computer for a church. So what do you do then? In that my case, 
you have their printer print out a piece of paper saying this computer is compromised unplug it from the internet people can access it the other thing is that the people that do set up stuff like that where they get your credentials and accounts and things are just trying to make money almost all the tweets that kevin's account was going to say thank you ESPN. um uh they were bitcoin ethereum uh nft scams it's also one that is basically like they are part of a network that these companies have or companies have paid them to promote and they say we got this many people that will retweet you retweet you and it's kevin's one of them so you mean the bitcoin i bought from kevin isn't isn't good yeah, it, it's it 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 might be, but um, the Bitcoin that you're advertising on your own Twitter, uh, you, you might want to stop those three tweets every like five minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Over on the Ralph report, uh, Jennifer Sunshine gets a mention as a uh, celebration of Queen Jay's excellent work this week, as a reward for her service wow in the garmy we have a big announcement to make as of today the first of september yes queen jay now has her own ralph report email Oh my Big God. thanks to Jen Pastorini who helped me uh, make it happen. Wow. How about I, that? That's insane and so cool and a dream. I, well, and you got to dream bigger if that's your dream. Well, you got to <laughs> come, come up with something better than that. You know, I'm trying to imagine what my first email is going to be, who it's going to be from. Oh, you know who it's going to be from. Hmm. How come I don't have an email? <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> Just saying. He was impersonating Cooperman Lindsay. Because <laughs> Cooperman keeps saying, email me at, at uh, Cooperman at the Ralph Report. Well, see, here's what would be fun. <clears throat> so so I was listening on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Um, and they were talking about how she didn't have an email. And he was so sorry, whatever. And so I just sent him a quick email. said, I can do her email. No problem. And uh, so, um, and it's like $21.50 a year <laughs> to have an email. But I think it'd be hilarious to do a Cooperman email. Back there, just for a joke. <laughs> Ralph brings back charbroiled. For a short time, for a short time, I was trying to use charbroiled as a um, as a slam, as like a as like a burn. Okay. Like if you were say something and burn somebody in public, yeah. And people would say, "Oh, that's a sick burn." I used to say charbroiled, <laughs> and I was trying to make that a thing for a while. <laughs> when, I, when I was on the radio, stop making fetch work, yeah. and, it, and it didn't, uh, didn't ever. Really it didn't catch, catch on, on, even with me, and I oh. was the guy trying to use it. Well. You're like, you forgot to say that thing. I was like, oh yeah, because it's not that effective <laughs> if the creator is not really leaning into it. But if you burn somebody, you go charbroiled. I was doing it. I liked it. It caught on with like me. Like it. I I charbroiled people, and they had no clue. And then I had to give them a 15 minute lecture on what it meant, but. Yeah. I love it. It's a little high for me, so it gets a little pitchy. So it's hard. A little yeah. pitchy dog. Tarbroiled. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Week the was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs>
No, in fact, like I've I've said everything when it comes down to like when Bean was told he couldn't keep the John Wayne Gacy photo or paintings. I'm like, I will gladly accept them from you and hang them in my house. But however, my fiance said that's a no go. So I have no issues with it. People I live with, they do. So that that would probably be the only thing that says no. And Lindsay. Hard no. Hard no. I was I should have wrote this down. I was gonna guess what you all would say. But anyway, let's go to the segment and see how what the K Rock listeners had to say about it. To which I say, the house didn't kill the people. Somebody in the house killed the people. The house is fine. There's nothing wrong with the house, people. Go ahead and take the deal. It's probably cheaper than it would be if no one had been killed there. Buy the house, live in it, and enjoy it. You don't watch scary movies, Bean. The house is evil. <laughs> it's always, there's always really? evil left over in the house. There's yeah. evil energy in that house, yeah. and it will wreck anybody who lives in it. I've seen 100,000 movies like that. <laughs> okay. Those so always, might not be real. Though, I'm telling it? you, enough, they all add up to something. So I'm not buying start- that house. We started talking about this off the air, and it was interesting to see the various opinions in the office. I think most of you probably said, you know what? I think Ralph uh, said this uh, as succinctly as possible. Plenty of houses I can buy where nobody's been murdered. So why don't I just go that route? I think that's where you were coming from, too, right, Kevin? Sure. To me, if and I think Lisa was with me on this, if we like the house, if the house is a good deal and it fits, suits our needs, we don't care whether somebody's been murdered or not because that's irrelevant. Right, Lisa? Well, I, I care... A little bit. It depends on how many people were murdered, how violent it was, and how long ago it's it Jeffrey was. It's Jeffrey Dahmer. So you I could do, find a hand I, I at probably, any time. I'm not going to live in Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, house. you look into your 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 washer, dryer, and then pull out a hand. You go, whoa. That's but sweet. That, but that, uh... So then Omar steps in, and Omar says, I would pay more for that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a plus. Plus, it's, I didn't know it was Jeffrey Dahmer's house. That's, that's like a famous murderer's house. That's that's that, that, that's even better. So you would pay more on than top. market value for that. Oh yeah, I, okay. I live in the murder house on the block. People are like, <laughs> oh dude, that's the murder house. They're talking about my house, right? And it's awesome. How famous does your house need to be? Yeah. <laughs> you just want people to you know, fear you. Yeah. No, it's just an additional. It's it, it's a plus. It it, it doesn't it won't it doesn't bug me, but it's an additional cool factor. So that's everybody. Lisa surprised me. She wasn't that against it, but. I'm like Lisa. If it was a, a Dahmer house where he killed a bunch of people, that I would not be into. I would not want to buy that house. Not even I, if it's huge and cheap? Yeah, I'm not against this. Like, that's the thing. It's not that the house killed the people. And I get some people believe that there's bad juju. But, I mean, I don't think that's going to reflect upon you. If anything, like, you know, like, there's been hundreds of stories of, like, people with haunted houses. Or it's like, it's a friendly ghost. Who knows? They might actually like you. If you're taking care of their place, you know, we're good. It's, I dream of ghosty. <laughs> I dream of ghosty. Yeah, I remember the, that movie. The Phil Spector house isn't too far away from my work. And it's this big mansion. When when we were kids, we my friend used to live near there. And we didn't know who lived there. But it's just this big mansion with gates just on top of a hill. If that house became available, I would definitely buy it. Yeah. Well, here was a caller. I think he kind of agrees with Christopher. It's only natural there'd be some things wrong with an old house like this. We get a bunch of priests in here. We're not going to live in a house of evil just to save a few dollars. Don't be so stubborn! We're not talking about a few dollars. We're talking about a few thousand dollars. Homer and Chris on the same page on this. Yeah, I finally got a Simpsons <laughs> right? clip for Christopher. This is great. 
<laughs> Do you have okay, here's a real color. She this I love her. Jojo, let's just let this play out. Listen to Kevin's disdain for her. Jojo, you say you would or would not buy this house if you could. Good morning, everybody. Um, Good morning. Yeah, um, I would not. I'm a professional paranormal investigator. Um, I started in Ohio, did that over there for about 10 years, been doing it here in Los Angeles for almost six. Um, there's a large chance of really bad energy. When someone dies violently, unexpectedly, chances are especially... <coughs> bogus! <coughs> bogus! <laughs> no, I'm, I do it professionally. You you do what you do professionally. No, I, just barely. We're just barely. <laughs> Look, you, uh, I, I don't want to mock your profession, but you bring in the I cleaning do. crew, and then whatever is left of that murder is gone. I mean, it, you just start over. It's just wood. It's just walls. Well, no, we're, we're trying to bring people to the light. We're, we're saying enough of your pain because they're reliving their pain. That's what they're doing. They're sitting there reliving that pain. So what's going to happen to somebody who buys this house, this Jeffrey Dahmer murder house, and then is sitting in the room where the murder was killed? What's the effect going to be on that new owner? Um, well, it's not going to be necessarily against. They're not going to be attacked. Um, they're probably just going to be experiencing weird stuff. It, they could live with it. It's not necessarily bad. Um, it's just how the person feels about this kind of stuff. Mm, I'll probably get a boner. Yeah, Omar and Christopher, they're buying that house. I do love Kevin just slapping down the psychic. <laughs> Bogus. <laughs> Bogus. <laughs> Good old Kev Dog. I thought that was Omar. Omar said he was gonna get a boner. Kevin said Bogus Bogus. Wait, I'll prove it. I'd probably get a boner. <laughs> Uh, those are in the drive. You can use them. You things. can use those drops anytime you want. Definitely. Like Omar. Next up, we got Jonesy, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. I think this was the first mention that they did about his show. So I'm not going to play the whole thing, but they're going to play him, and then Ralph does his imitation, which is just spot on. Uh, and we are lucky enough here at K Rock to have one of the members of the Sex Pistols, Steve Jones, who works here at K Rock Sunday Nights, has his own radio show where he plays music from seven to nine on Sunday nights. And the guy, the guy's just a, a legend, and it's a thrill to have him on the station. He's a legend, and we're happy to have him. He, he's not exactly um, he he doesn't talk at the speed we talk, though. Well, yeah, he has his own pace. Sure. I'll play a little bit of it. Hello, you are listening to Jonesy's Jukebox on this lovely Sunday. It is the 19th of August, and uh, I just want to put this out there. After the show, I'm going to run down to Hollywood forever, where it's the 8th annual Johnny Ramone tribute. Be a lot of punters down there, and a lot of somewhat celebrities, me included. And we're going to have a good time. I can't wait. Hollywood Forever. It's on, uh, is it Santa Monica? Ah, someone there. Eh? Hollywood Forever. One second. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to play two gallants. Or you would say. Gallants. Two gallants. <laughs> two gallants. My love won't wait. Jonesy's Jukebox. K-R-O-Q. That's uh, that's what I'm going to sound like just before I die. <laughs> it's hard to imagine him running anywhere. It is, yeah. <laughs> well, it is a thrill for us to welcome Jonesy to the studio here at the world-famous Kirak as he right. talks about the release of the 35th anniversary box set of their classic Sex Pistols album, Never Mind the Box. Hi, Jonesy. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thank <laughs> you. That's, that's great. 
We were just talking about uh, about your show on Sunday nights. Yeah. That's right. I do a show on Sunday nights mm-hmm. on K Rock. Right. Right. Yes. Jukebox, right. Um, I'm surprised 35 years later there's anything left from the period in 1977 when the Sex Pistols were an active band that has not already seen the light of day. Can you tell us about some of the new material? Yeah, we uh, we went in the old vault right, and uh, came up with uh, some old tracks right. that had not been heard before previously been heard been uh, <laughs> heard exposed right <laughs> to uh, a wider audience audience, mm-hmm. audience. okay good yeah, yeah. So, so you oh i'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no, no you didn't interrupt i was taking a breath i apologize i didn't mean but to i was off. fairly done okay with, uh, the statement okay All i right. was making okay and uh so, it was perfectly sorry. acceptable okay. for you to, to, jump, to jump in when I did. Join okay, so, in the conversation, right? When uh, when I did. Okay, I so let me finish. My fault. It was right. It was more. Right. If than I could applicable. Okay, let me for just you to uh, begin your next fault. Okay, well, uh, that's how conversation works. Right, right. Uh, no, I understand that. Right. I, again, I'm not trying to interrupt. We're just I'm not trying to interrupt piece. neither, but. Okay. If you want to, if you have another question, I'd like to ask that. If feel I could. free. Okay. To begin. <laughs> Can you begin now? <laughs> so yeah. So killer impression by Ralph reminds me so much of Captain Jack Sparrow. You sped it up a little bit, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I never knew that that show started on Kara because it moved to. Indie 1031, which is what we, my friends and I used to say, Jonesy's, G- Jonesy's Jukebox on Indie 1031. Yeah. Oh, is it on? Is it still on? No, Indie 103 has been dead along oh. with Full Metal Jackie and a whole bunch of other shows that they played on. Yeah. Like- but like in high school, when we were in high school, that's what, that's where we knew Jonesy's Jukebox from, but not from K Rock. Yeah. Yeah. This was 2012. So it's the first mention I can remember of it. So, so again, so, maybe they just discovered it or something. So here's the question. Um, I remember in K-Rock lore that Jonesy's agent called him up after this asking if he was using again because he thought that this impersonation by Ralph was legitimately Jonesy from the Sex Pistols. And they they had to clear it up where he came in one day. He's like, I just got woken up at two a.m. because this, my agent's going, "What? What are you on?" Yeah, yeah, that's the agent, way I remember it. He showed up while Ralph was doing the uh, showbiz beat. Just walked in. Correct. Yeah, right as he's doing it, it's like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, that story came to mind, but I'm like. I'm not sure if that was before or after, or if I just dreamed it. So I'm glad I got some confirmation. Okay, last up, we're going to do going into the Labor Day weekend. Now, the whole week in 2012 that I was listening to, Kevin was rough. He wasn't sleeping good. You could hear from the first words he uttered that he had not slept that night. So here's how they go into the weekend talking about the Labor Day telethon. 
It is the Labor Day weekend coming up. You guys have big plans for Labor Day weekend? Do not. Going away? Going to party? Going to not. Going to sleep? You? Going to sleep, maybe? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to uh, going down to uh, the beach, the little resort with the, the family. We're going to hang out for a couple of days. Awesome. But I will also cut some time out of my weekend to watch the legendary Muscular Dystrophy Association Labor Day Telethon with Jerry Lewis. How, how much of that Still is on? actually on? On TV anymore, Ralph. Don't they keep cutting it back every year? Well, here's the thing. It's no longer a telethon. It is a... Uh, it's a, an a, infomercial now. It's a six-hour show. And there's no more Jerry Lewis. So it's really not the <laughs> wow. Jerry Lewis Muscular Dystrophy Labor Day Telethon. It's now uh, the... It's the No Jerry Lewis miniseries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still raises a lot of money every year for a great cause. The, the battle against muscular diseases that afflict... Young people specifically. The name of the show has been changed to the MDA Show of Strength. Hmm. It will originate from here in Los Angeles instead of Vegas the way it did when uh, Jerry ran things. And it's going to be on for only three hours this year. Wow. <laughs> Just let it go. Beginning at 8, 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. You can watch the three-hour Show of Strength. I still say that to this day. Just let it go. Wait, let's hear that again. <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> so good. And uh, that's the week that was in 2012. Back to you, Steve. Yay. So I have a fun fact. Uh, apparently, after Googling it, in February 2004, Jonesy's Jukebox started on Indy 103.1. So it was there first and then moved to K-Rock. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that makes sense because Indy didn't really survive too long. They they crumbled or whatever happened to them to the point that, like, I, I was a fan of the station when it first popped up. You actually had to be close to San Pedro where they were broadcasting out of to even get them. Um, and then they had some very uh, fan interactive shows. Like, they had uh, Full Metal Jackie on uh, Sunday nights that you could call up and be like, hey, do you have any tickets you can give out? And they're like, do you want to go to the record release show for Five Finger Death Punch? And I'm like, yeah, like, all right. How many people? What's your names? We'll get you on the list. And they would do that. That was why I love the station. Like, like we knew their phone screeners. So it's like, hey, it's Drew again. What's up? Cool. I, 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 I miss that station. It was a, It was a great one. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, the last broadcast was on January 2009. It was uh, January 14th. That's when uh, Indy ceased to exist. So then I think he moved over to K-Rock. It says here March. March 2010. Or October 2010. Fun fact. Fun fact. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, thank thank you for uh, listening to episode 120, Quitters Never Give Up. You can find us on all our socials at Quitters Never Give Up on Instagram. Is that correct? Yes. That, uh, we also have a Twitter account. We You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on your Alexa. If you go ahead and say, Alexa, play the most recent episode of quitters never give up and i think that's it we'll see you all next week bye bye everybody bye